question everything. <laughs> Welcome all you creeps to murder on the Welcome all you creeps to murder on the 420 Express. This is Mandy. This is Lisa. And we are very excited to talk about the topic tonight. But first... Oh, it's my turn. Yes. Okay. So today, instead of talking about a strain of the day, I would like to talk about a CBD um, brand of the day. (laughs) A company. Um, Yeah, so... Called CBD or Mantra Theory. Mantra. It's called Mantra Theory, and what they do is they make CBD products. Um, so I'm actually related to the person who is creating this brand. Lisa's famous. This is not a bias or at all. I haven't tried the product yet, but I'm planning on being a distributor of them. Yeah. So once I get that all squared away, I'll let you guys know. And if you need any of your CBD needs met, I can help you with that. Please hit up Lisa at Metal Meets Basic, or you can also just privately message us on our Murder on the 420 Express Instagram account or any other social media forum. Um, What's really cool about these CBD products is that you could get CBD, um, like in ounces, like liquid ounces that you can add into your products. Personally, I make soaps. So you could add the CBD into the soaps. Uh, You could do it into like salt scrubs. You could probably just do it on, um, like, balms for people who deal with fibromyalgia. Oh, yeah. So, so they've got the pain sal- salive. Or salve. Salve, yeah. whatever. <laughs> you want to sound French? Salive. Have, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then they have, like, the, the TH, uh, THC-free THC CBD oil. Um, and those range in milligrams as Can well. Can you take that whirly? Yeah, you okay. take it under your tongue because that's where the receptors are. I'll tell you, I think it's great taking CBD oily, like it, or oh, look at orally. That, anti-aging collagen. Ooh. Oh, face cream. Dude, that's dope. And you're never too young to start using face cream, right? It's very look true. Look at that. They have, they have another serum. Apple stem cell. Oh, my God. Thick what? oil vape and accessory shop. <laughs> Thick oil. Thick oil. <laughs> Girl, that's some thick oil. What's that? I, I don't know. Anyways, check out Mantra Theory. It does look like a really cool site. I know Lisa said she's going to be a distributor. I, myself, am personally yeah. going to also you try gotta, out the product. you got to wait until um, my web, the website of where you can go and buy it, that where I get the commission for it. Yeah. <clears throat> but... It'll be up there. Yeah, we'll put it on our Instagram page when we upload one of our videos. I'm just gonna, yeah. Try it out? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell we smoked before this show? I don't know if you can. I can. (laughs) I've been smoking all day. Well, that's what you do on your day off. I figure that's just the best way to motivate myself is to just, all right, let's do this. I cleaned Osiris' room and vacuumed. Nice. And... Did dishes, but that's all I did. 
I didn't put laundry away. It's been sitting in oh a basket Oh my gosh, Lisa, you're such a horrible person. You didn't put your laundry well, away. Sean told me that he was gonna return me to Walmart because his sandwich maker was broken. So. Oh my gosh. Tell Sean you'll return him to Walmart. Just say, oh, the guy who's supposed to help in the household is broken. Gotta go return you. I don't have a receipt. <laughs> Give me what you can back. Yeah, this um, guy said that, you know, the box said he was going to fulfill my every need, and he just hasn't. He hasn't. He didn't <laughs> take care of the laundry today, and that just can't be my responsibility. I um, I also just want to do a quick interjection. Congratulations, Canada, on finally getting on board nationwide oh, yes. for legalization of weed, not just for recreational use. So, that's awesome. Dude, that's like the step in the right direction. Canada. Fuck, dude, we gotta go up. Uh, I need a passport. Uh, that one of my favorite quotes is from this movie called Tusk, and it's uh, this guy is going through like security and customs entering into Canada, and uh, the guy was like, "Oh yeah, you're kind of like America, you know, like red, white, and blue, but without the blue." And he's like, "No, Canada is always red and white, but never blue, sir." But, like, saying that that never is sad. He made some <laughs> other, like, really cool comment about it. And I was like, oh, I need to get those on a banner in my house. It's awesome. <sighs> so, um, the CBD oil, pro- or CBD, um, company, check it out. Mantra Theory will, like I said, will be posting we'll link a link. It. Yeah, just kind of supporting some, um, businesses that are associated with us. And if you have a business that involves anything to do with weed, uh, horror, uh, really anything that you think would be relatable to this podcast, just um, send us a DM and we will definitely look to promote your business if we can get a bit of a discount or an incentive for promotion um, on our hey, Facebook Nina, and Instagram page. You scratch my back. I, I scratch yours. All right. So tonight our topic is going to be about the ominous presence of aliens. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I know I was trying to do like the X-Files, but I really couldn't think about how to do it with my mouth. Um, I think I'm too stoned to like The only like music <laughs> popping into my head at this point is um, the Michael Myers theme song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, which Halloween has also just came out, the new one with Jamie Lee Curtis, which she looks great, honestly, for being a woman who's like... All about Activia all and has always been say, an amazing... I was like, it's all about that Activia. She's aged very naturally. I think I need to, like, get on that train. I mean, I don't necessarily want to take Activia, but... Activia. I know. You know, she just makes it look good. Um, okay, so first off, what are aliens? They are beings not of this world. Dun, dun, dun. So, they actually have to be called space aliens because we do have aliens that are used as an immigration term. But um, in American usage, an extraterrestrial being is often called a space alien since its unqualified term alien is commonly used to denote U.S. residents who is not a U.S. resident as the correct definition. So why, so how about this, okay? Okay. We don't call the people who come into our country aliens. Agreed. (laughs) Like, what the hell? And we call the ones that don't come from this planet aliens. I agree completely because I'll tell you what, I didn't know until my adult life that immigrants were called aliens. I thought that was the fucking stupidest term of my life. Oh, illegal alien. No, they're not like an extraterrestrial being. 
they they might have worked their ass off to get here, which is basically like what aliens do to come into our galaxy. But there's a slight difference. They are still fucking humans. And we like to treat them as if they're not. And that bothers me. I'm very passionate about that. I feel like we need to show a lot more love than we do hate in all of these political controversies that are going on right now. Um, but back to space aliens. So... <laughs> If you feel like my little passion, I was going to get a little riled up there, but... No, I'm going to laugh every time you say space alien. Yeah, I, I know. I think my that's cup space jam. specifically for this episode. Oh, it's a green cup. It's a little, like, um, I was going to say sippy cup. It's not a sippy cup. It's a little cup with a straw. It's got a cool alien on it, holographic green, and it says, stay weird. Which, let me tell you, that is very much Lisa. Alright, so, uh, history of alien sightings throughout the world vary, but one idea we have predominantly made with modern culture is the greys, uh, which is a subhuman, androgynous, gray-skinned, big balded head, reptilian features being that is either a futuristic human or extraterrestrial. Hmm. This idea that we've actually coined with, like, the whole green or gray alien having, like, these big eyes and these, like, big heads and these little skinny body and having, like, no sex or at least not a sex that we know of and, like, these long piano fingers, that is actually really just a social construct. And I'm going to go into that here in a minute, but really we have to get a better idea of aliens in order to spot them is what I'm going to say. My first view of an alien like that like oh, or egg shaped head <laughs> I thought you were gonna gray. say my first time with an alien I was no, like what the gray hell and green. <laughs> I was like all no, right go like, on <laughs> all like gray like gray and green and kind of like lengthy and stuff like that yeah. was at a um farmer's market in Ontario California um down in the little square they had like these little merch stands and as a kid in the 90s, you're walking down, and then you just see these, like, inflatable little balloon yeah, things. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But they're, like, thick plastic. Yeah. Not, like, an actual balloon. So, but, like, they were there for sale. And I remember every single time my brother and I asked if we could, like, get one. Like, can mm-hmm. we get one? Can we get one? And that was, like, my first, like, memory of ever an alien and then it was et because we had um atari we had et on atari yeah so um et is actually a huge social construct of what it might look like plus if you guys don't know we do have an instagram page i think i've mentioned it like three times now but our instagram page i posted something about the um has it been three times now it's gonna be four times so murder on the 420 express on our instagram page um, I actually posted something about the Greys. So, H.G. Wells wrote a book in the late 1800s called The Man of the Year Million, talking about the future of the ever-evolving human race. And in this book, he depicted the large-headed, androgynous, gray-skinned humanoids as the future of his race, humankind. Um, it's hard to research exactly where the modern-day alien appearance comes from, but in more recent and notable history, the Roswell crash had a big impact on society oh, in regards yeah. to the possibility of aliens and what they might look like. In 1933, Swedish author have, Gustav Sandgren, huh? Don't they have pictures of that? Like yeah, creature? supposedly they have an autopsy video or autopsy something about it too. But we'd have to definitely look more into that. 
Um, Gustav Sandgren wrote a book titled The Unknown Danger, which is the English version or interpretation of that title, describing a similar alien race. And there uh, have been many modern day films describing aliens as being part of the uh, myths of the Norse, uh, the Greek and the ancient Romans, African and more. Um, so as we're going to get into tonight on the history, I'm going to first talk about some theories as to what aliens might be. And these theories and some other scientific evidence that I found in research, I really kind of kind of trip you out. And especially if you like aliens, which I myself am not a huge alien lover, but I found out after this research that it just really made me think, which is what I like. Um, we're going to talk about those theories and scientific ventures. First of all. If you fucking think that we are the only fucking living thing in this universe, you're, you're an ignorant a, piece of shit. You're a deadbeat, okay? Yeah. Because those kinds of small minds, you are a part of the problem. You're there, part of the problem. I said it. It's out on the table. No more hiding, okay? No more hiding. She let the cat out of the bag with that one. Rare. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's the elephant of the room. Don't you be an fucking, ignorant piece of exactly. shit. Exactly. If you're saying aliens aren't real, aliens aren't this. Aliens. What are you going to tell me too? Global up. warming isn't real? Like the fact of global warming? The fact that there's scientific evidence that shows that we're fucking well, up our planet? Technically speaking, the Earth does have its stages of heating oh, up totally. and cooling down. But we but are speeding up that process. Not yet. Not at the exponential rate that we've got it now to where it's like... Sh- we're hitting the cycles at, like, 200 years more, like, faster than we should um, with our heating and cooling periods. So, and then I'm also going to talk about some of the infamous reported UFO sightings dating back to, like, the 15 and 1600s up until present day. So, I'm not going to go all of them, but I'm going to go in quite a few because I think they're all really interesting. Um, so, theory number one. Alien being futuristic aliens being futuristic humanoids like we do need a gender or traditional social media uh, constructs of appearance so we evolve in the future or we evolve in the future and come back through a time loophole to revisit our past selves possibly changing the course of the future with time traveling Mm -hmm. so this theory kind of talks about um well, if you didn't get all my mumbo jumbo because I was reading off a of script right now and I was also getting <laughs> recorded, which kind of made me nervous. Um, aliens were doing like it for the grand. becoming futuristic humanoids. So kind of like exactly. We're doing it for you humanoids out there. <laughs> for you humanoids. Whether you want to consider yourselves aliens or not. Um, aliens being futuristic humans. Wait, hold on. I gotta share this. Oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> I like that little alien dude. <laughs> this is how I imagine aliens to look. Exactly like men in black, like that little alien dude in the brain, like oh. <laughs> Dine, he was so cute. Um, so being like H2 H2 Wells was saying, a futuristic human race. So we've evolved past needing a gender. Here's we've the thing. evolved past needing a Are social appearance. With what? that video that we watched like forever ago about how we were once like these high functioning awakened spiritual beings oh and then, yeah like the martians and the atlanteans and the sumerians and yeah blah blah blah, 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 blah. anyways yeah. so what if technically speaking we didn't evolve what if we devolved oh that's a trippy thought 
Like, we're going about it. down. Yeah, we're going back to, like, pri- like everyone's, like, primal instinct, primal instinct. Well, it, we have these large brains that we don't even use half the time. Yeah. You know? So, like, we used to be able to communicate telepathically, like, we, or, you know, the pyramids being built, or, like, all of these things. Like, we were able to do it with the energy that was around us or the energy mm-hmm. that is us. Mm-hmm. So, like, these aliens, like, what if they're, what they're if we're coming here? Did, do you have the RH blood type in there? No. No? No. Oh, my God. I know something that Mandy doesn't know. Guys, this is a This is awesome. This is really Ah! good. I'm really excited. Okay. So, when you're pregnant and you go to get your blood drawn, they have to find out if you are a negative blood type or a positive blood type. And the way that they find that out is the RH factor that's in your blood. If you're RH negative or RH positive. If you're RH negative, you have to get this shot that prevents your body from naturally miscarrying your child because um, unless your partner has the same blood type as you. You'll reject it? Yeah, so like um, take for instance, I'm O positive. Sammy is AB negative or AB positive. He's one of the most rarest blood types that are out there. So... Um, because he's not an O negative or an O positive, the same blood type as I am or similar, mm-hmm. um, there was a potential that Osiris wasn't going to be the same blood type as I am. For the most part, the baby is the same blood type as, as you, the mom. but as they start to mature um, as a fetus, they start to get their own blood type. And mm-hmm. if your blood types don't match, your body will naturally abort your fetus. How trippy is that? But here's the thing. Is the RH type that's in your blood, whether you're negative or positive, determines whether or not your ancestry is of this earth. What? Yeah, so there's a theory that the RH negative blood types, which I believe... Fuck, I forgot the percentage of how many people are RH negative. Um, means that you did not evolve. That's the ape. That's the ape gene, I think. Oh, my gosh. So if you're RH negative, that means that you are not of, like, I wouldn't say doesn't mean. It's a hypothetical. It's a theory mm-hmm. that you don't have that primal factor. Wow, so, like, for me, I could totally see it if it was, like, we were, like, halflings of, like, half aliens and half of the people that already stayed here, kind of like that video was portraying. I think it was, I think they had, they they mentioned it briefly of the RH factor, but they said that they were going to go more in-depth with it with the second video that they are currently making right um, now. Just so we have our listeners, what is the YouTube channel, do you remember? Uh, spirit science. Spirit science. Okay, so that's actually a really good one because they talk a lot about, like, the penile gland and, like, a bunch of other stuff that's, like, on a spiritual level of mm-hmm. science-based theories. Um, so, no, I did not know that, and that's actually really interesting. I think I want to read more up on that, and I need to figure out what my own blood type is. Surprisingly, I do not know that. I didn't know until I became pregnant. Really? Mm-hmm. I, is it on your birth certificate? No. They don't you have keep to get your blood drawn. Like that. You literally have to find out. I do know that they they 
they test your blood like when you're born and they like mark it like on a little paper but I don't think they ever tell you I think that's something that you have to find out for yourself and then like remember yourself you know (laughs) you get told once when you're like a day old and you're like all right I gotta remember this shit (laughs) um so theory number two is that aliens are fallen angels or demons in religious theory there are multiple religions that have supernatural or extraterrestrial beings that are smarter, faster, wiser, support more vitality, and can obviously travel beyond our Earth in what into what some, what else may lie in the space that surrounds us. So, what some people might refer to as heaven or hell or these like uh, external places beyond Earth that are not necessarily seen by the visible eye. So that's theory number two, which if you've seen the fourth kind, it talks about. Um, aliens and the ancient language of the dead, um, which is in a, in a lot of religious uh, texts as an ancient language that was used between the barriers of heaven and earth and hell and angels and demons. And there's a lot more that goes into that. Okay. Um, and I'm super afraid to watch the fourth kind, which I've told Lisa because it's like kind of freaks me out. It's like aliens and religion on the same level, and that throws me off. Um, three. What is that? That's like Constantine, like all together. Or American Horror Story Asylum. Oh, yeah. That one kind of was weird to me. So number three is that aliens are beings that have that we have no true identification with as they are humanoids or beings outside of our galaxy parameters. Um, a, a parallel universe of alien-like creatures that are more futuristic. Uh, the reason why I say this is because we don't have the technology to travel outside of our galaxy, and yet those beings are apparently do. So they're like a futuristic civilization on a different planet, but could possibly be like a parallel universe to ours. If that makes sense. Like, it does, because that kind of like coincides with how Mars used to look like Earth. And then... Dude, I have a theory about that shit. And then it came, and then... They destroyed their planet so bad that it's it looks it the way that us. it looks now. And then they came down here to Earth. And now we're doing the same exact thing that happened to Mars. So I have this theory that, like, you know how we have the planets that orbit, right? Mm-hmm. And so the farthest planet we have, which... Is Pluto a planet or is it not a planet? It's considered a dwarf okay. planet. So what is a, what is a planet, right... After Pluto. Neptune? I always want to say it's Neptune. I believe it is Neptune. Neptune, yes it is. So I have this theory that, like, uh, like we bounced into our orbit, right? Like, we are still from some other galaxy, and that we started on Neptune, we ruined that planet, and then, like, we evolved and got into the planet after that, and we've evolved and gone to the planet after that until we hit Earth. And this goes not on just a like, uh, religious context. Uh, no, it's totally trippy. Wait, 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 hold on. So once we're done fucking up this planet, we're going to go to Venus? Venus? Yeah. But we're going to evolve. We're going to get the technology so that we can live on that planet. But like you do realize Venus has a poisonous gas hemi- like atmosphere. How can we live there if it's poisonous? Evolution, Lisa. <laughs> Evolution, adaptability. It's crazy. But I just have this really weird theory because, like, even in religious context, like, they talk about in Revelations of, like, okay, yeah, so there's going to be this new earth where, like, we're going to go as our spirits and that's how we're going to, like, be able to enjoy our life. Like, the new earth is going to have, like, no sin or whatever it is. And then the people who don't agree go into the lake of fire. But I'm like, what if that's, <laughs> what if, like, there's a higher transcendence of it's people, that, like, leaving our galaxy and then we got Nirvana people going to another? Song. What? 
Um, where do bad folks go when they die? die? They don't go, go to, to heaven, heaven where the angels fly. They yeah. go to a lake out of fire and fire. <laughs> See them again till the 4th of July. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, so it's just so like Kurt that. Kurt knew it all along. Kurt knew it. I This was going to be bad. I was like, and he had to be killed. But I personally do believe he was killed. I don't think that he actually, or it that was a weird. Is, I will go, ooh. We'll have a series completely on famous famous people who died of suicide or they deaths or Or whatever. Or 27 Club, And I will fucking go in depth with all theories. Conspiracy theorist, Miss Lisa. She's our specialist in that. All right, so uh, be onto the aliens being uh, of an alternate galaxy or outside of our galaxy parameters so the first one a was parallel universe b is an interdimensional space dwellers what if time and space was more like a layered effect and these beings can ripple between the layers to see what lays in our reality and go into others we don't know exist so they're dimension hopping yes i mean isn't that that similar to like no that would totally make sense because if you Think about it on a small, I wouldn't say small, it's pretty big if you think about it, but like a smaller spectrum of like particles and energies and stuff yeah. like that. It is totally possible to hop dimensions. Like I was saying earlier before we started recording, like I went from one reality to another. Like you can hop realities and it's all about how you're, what energy you're per, like perceiving and projecting. Mm-hmm you can hop realities. Like, you could literally start out having the best day of your life, like, um, with, uh... Yeah, uh-huh. Um, how she didn't have her parking spot. Yeah, we have we have someone who... And she's, like... Very particular about their parking or, spot. Or, you know, they're very particular in the mornings. Like, they have their set routines, and if something does not go according to that morning routine... All you Sagittarius is out there, it don't gets, lie... Gets thrown out of whack, and then they have a bad day. They made their reality that way. Oh, so if we can change this, it's crazy. You can change that. So if we can change our perception of our reality, what is to say that we can't change what dimension we're in? It's like a fucking little radio station. If we can just tune our fucking brains. To certain FM and AM radio stations. Nobody listens to AM, we, so we'll just gotta stick with FM. But maybe AM is the way to go to another dimension. Did you ever think about that? No, you only think about yourself. I'll let you listen <laughs> to all the AM radio stations, and you tell me what you find, Lisa, okay? In between, like, Catholic Mass, 24 hours a day, and... And what else highway, is on there? Oh, they've got, well, they've got, like, baseball. Weather. Yeah, weather. Well, it's all, like, they're all the, the retirement weather. stations, to be honest. Fuck that. I'll listen okay. to it. So, there are over 100,000 estimated, 100,000 estimated civilizations in our galaxy per Time magazine. In an article about alien life, uh, I Time magazine, the article wrote, Start with the number of stars in our galaxy, which is conservatively estimated at 100 billion, though is often cited as three times that. Of those 100 billion, from 20 to 50% probably harbor planetary systems, an estimate that becomes more and more reliable as the Kepler Space Telescope and various ground-based observatories detect increasingly numbers of exoplanets. 
Astronomers looking for alien signals have examined only a few thousand star systems so far, but as SETI Institute uh, senior astronomer Seth Shostak has noted, the rate at which researchers are able to process the massive amounts of data that radio telescopes receive doubles approximately every 18 months to two years, meaning it grows by factor of 10 every six years or so. So going into this even more, the Milky Way has 100 billion star systems that could conceivably host intelligent life under our current assumptions. An estimate of 100,000 active civilizations in the galaxy would mean one per million star systems. So one per every million star systems, they'd have an active civilization that would be similar to what we have given whatever um, planet they're on that does not have such a tumultuous terrain but can house life. So don't get discouraged if you can't find your love on Match.com because it's somewhere in some In the galaxy. Milky Way, at least. I'll tell you, you'll find something in the Milky Way. Um, at the exponential rate of growth in signal processing, researchers will have examined 1 million candidates by around 2034, bringing the odds of a discovery into probability. Adding or removing zero from the estimate of the number of civilizations out there merely adds or subtracts six years from the estimate, respectively, since that's how long it takes to expand our search proportionally. See you in 2040, aliens. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I thought that was really cool. Um, plus, it brings up the fact that if we destroy ourselves in an environmental or nuclear holocaust tomorrow, our signal will go dark thin. And if we survive for tens of thousands of years, we will be announcing our presence to the cosmos for far longer. And the same is true for all the other civilizations that live in the Milky Way. So long story short, it's saying that if these other civilizations do have the potential for life that we ha we know exists here, we might have, we might see them in a in like 2040 or in a few thousand years but we can eventually turn into like the fucking fifth element where we've got all these other aliens that kind of gather together and there's a huge interstellar Jesus government system fucking star wars yeah dude um so going on it says the mere existence of intelligent life forms tells us nothing however unless they have the ability to make themselves known which means to manipulate radio waves and other forms of electromagnetic signaling Drake estimates that from 10% to 20% of the small civilizations would clear that bar. And finally, perhaps the most anthropocentrically, the equation considers how long one of these semorphine civilizations would be around to blink their signals our way. A sun like ours survives for about 10 billion years. Life on Earth has been around for only 3.5 billion years, and humans have been radio capable for barely a century. So if we've been able to figure everything out within 100 years, we are ever evolving at least with a certain degree that we're just waiting for almost the aliens to evolve at that same capacity to make it a known alien connection. <laughs> you got stoner phase. What's going on? Wait, we've only... So... Say that last part again. It says, a sun like ours survives for about 10 billion years. Life on Earth has been around for only about 3.5 billion years. And humans have been radio capable for barely a century. Isn't that fucking crazy? And all the ancient civilizations that were super far advanced got destroyed really early on. Like, nope, that one's too advanced. Nope, that one's too advanced. Let's give it to the idiots who took a long ass time to fucking figure out radio waves. But so good on you, dude. I can figure that shit out. If we figure out how to communicate with these beings, who's to say that they're going to destroy our society? Who's to say that they come in peace? 
It's the dun 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 unknown. Well, that's kind of fucked up. Okay, first of all, what kind of person or alien or fucking flagnar looking flagnar? Rick and Morty looking motherfucker? Like, who are you to come to my planet mm-hmm. or our planet and decide? No, we're just gonna neutralize this planet and like suck out all the molten hot lava because we need it. Like, <laughs> who are, are you and our... why are you doing this? <laughs> it's it's alien life forms that are beyond our technology like capacity. So it's it's basically like a game of wits. Okay, so you obviously know if you're not the wittiest person in a game of wits, you're probably gonna lose. No, the fact of the matter is you will lose. So if aliens are able to break through our galaxy parameters and yet we have not even been able to figure out if we actually landed on the moon or not, like... Okay, that is your own (laughs) faith in the government. I wholeheartedly believe that... We did land on the fucking moon. I don't think it was recorded like that, though. I think they did it in a total Hollywood. I mean, I live... The neighborhood I lived in in Vegas was literally a neighborhood that was named after the astronauts that landed on the fucking moon. I lived on the street called Michael Collins Place, okay? (laughs) He was the guy who landed the rover on the moon, and, like, drove it the fuck home. <laughs> like. <laughs> so what did he get as an honorary title? He got a street. <laughs> he was pretty dope. There was Neil Armstrong, too. That was also a road. And then there was, fuck, Buzz Eldwin. Fuck, what's that guy's name? I know what you're talking about. Buzz. His nickname was Buzz. I know that much. But anyways. Yeah. I honestly believe that that did happen because we do have the technology well, I believe we landed on the moon too. to like actually get the fuck out there because we put millions, not millions, we put thousands of fucking satellites orbiting our earth. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to fucking get your ass to the fucking moon? Like, I think that there's a lot more going on. I think that there's colonizations that they're trying to do outside of the earth. I think that we did land on the moon. Do I think that we recorded it the way that they did? No, I think that we didn't. I think we recorded it in a Hollywood studio because we couldn't get the director recording or whatever the recording held was not what we wanted the public to see in my in my conspiracy moment. Are there cover-ups with it? Of course, you know, like you have the people of like Apollo 13 that went around the moon. Yeah. Like they actually went around the moon. They couldn't land because it wasn't safe. They didn't have enough fuel. They only... There was, like, something that happened to where, like, they just couldn't do it. It would, like, cost... They would die out there, you know? But, like, they went around. They saw the dark side of the moon. How crazy is that? Because the moon doesn't... It doesn't spin. Yeah. The moon just literally, like, stays around us. It doesn't spin. It's our moon. Yeah. Right? It doesn't spin. No, it, like, stays, yeah, on our, like... fixated. Axis, Okay. Who knows? Who knows what's on that side? I'd like to think that there's something crazy on that side. Could you imagine if there's, like, a little house out there with a little alien that just, like, fucking walked out of his home and saw that shit and was just like, what the fuck? What was that? I came here to get away from you. Carol, you gotta come see this. Came over here to get away from you humans and now you followed me to the moon. Alright. So... 
If the possibilities are so probable of alien life forms, then why have we not discovered it yet? Maybe they don't want to fucking talk to us. Live Science senior writer Brandon Spector wrote an article discussing such quandary. In his article titled Nine Strange I know you like that word, I like it. <laughs> Nine Strange Scientific Indubitably <laughs> <laughs> Um, article titled Nine Strange Scientific Excuses for Why Humans Have Not Found Aliens Yet. Number one. And this is going on science, yo. Aliens are hiding in underground oceans. <sighs> underground ocean. Wait. We have underground oceans? So, basically, aliens are trapped in oceans on frozen planets. Maybe in our own orbiting planets. Subsurac uh, oh, oceans. But what if they got lost in that storm that's on fucking Jupiter? Yeah, and they're just frozen. Or is that Saturn? No, there's a giant storm on Jupiter. I think it's Jupiter. Yeah. We really need to get our facts straight sometimes. <laughs> uh, well, this is shit, like, you learn in elementary school, and it just, like, it's that type of information that just sticks with you, but, like, as soon as you, like, go to, like, pull it up to, like, recall mm-hmm. the information, and you're like, no, dude, I know this is right, and then, like, you fact check yourself, and you're like, how could I have been so wrong? Yeah, I know. I remembered it this way. It's like, you <laughs> fucked yourself. It's our reality, Lisa. We're going to say that there was a storm on Jupiter. Yeah, I'm going to say, <laughs> there's rings on Saturn, so what if they just got mesmerized by the rings on Saturn? <laughs> so, basically the liquid water <laughs> slosh beneath the multiple moons in our solar system, um, or the subtract oceans of liquid water slosh beneath uh, multiple moons in our solar system, and may be common throughout the Milky Way, astronomers say, NASA physicist Alan Stern thinks clandestine water worlds like these could provide a perfect stage for evolving life. So basically these worlds are frozen and there's bacteria and organisms living, kind of like how we can have like our Antarctic, Antarctica and, and the Arctic. We still have stuff beneath it and we still have only discovered 15% of our ocean. So there could be worlds that are basically all oceans. But they don't have a way to get those, like, signals out to us. Maybe they're captured by, like, the little pyramid things of, like, where, like, the Bermuda Triangle is. Or, like, these... So, like, the signals or... Yeah, like, I feel like if we tapped into our potential, we could use those things to send out a fucking signal. Because that's what they were built for. No, but see, we're saying that the aliens haven't evolved yet to send us a signal because they're frozen in these trapped, like, planets. That is very true. So these are the reasons why we we have not discovered prominent evidence of aliens. Ooh, Mars has those same exact tri- or pyramid-looking things on the planet. See? So, like, what if, like, somebody's, like, trying to make a difference or, like, trying to get through? They're like, man, can't get no signal on fucking Neptune. Can't get no s- signal on Uranus. Can't get no fucking Uranus. signal. I keep forgetting uh, that's actually the correct term. In case you guys didn't know and you guys have been ignorant people. It's not your anus. It's Uranus. Uranus, okay? Get it right. Uranus. Um, so, two is aliens are in prison on super-Earth. Spectre states, in astronomy, the term refers to a type of planet with a mass of up to ten times greater than Earth's. Going on to say, this means alien life could conceiv- conceivably be evolving in super-Earths all over the universe. However, they also cannot be detected. 
it sounds like they may be evolving, but would have to have some crazy technology to get out of their own atmospheres. So super Earths, they're like very concentrated Earths to where we're having a hard time getting just to the moon. They would have a hard time even leaving their atmosphere. Well, fuck it up the way that we have and you'll break through. I know. They <laughs> just need to get some hairspray. They need to fucking get the They 80s. need some Aquanet in their life. They do. Three is that we're looking in the wrong places because all aliens are robots. We should be looking for machines, not little green men, states Spectre. And he also quotes, any alien society that invents radio so we can hear them within a few centuries, they've invented their own successors. Shostak said at the Dent Space Conference in San Francisco in 2016, Hello, artificial intelligence. We are... We may think that aliens are going to come in the form of us, but what if aliens are the technological advances of dying civilizations? And that's why we have a hard time spotting them, because we're looking for a little green man. But they're actually the robots, and we're creating our future aliens to other planets. Man, that would be fucking... That's disappointing, because then a robot is living the life that most people want to live. Oh, yeah. Like, we've now, like, gone into, like, the Terminator age where, like, we have super soldiers and, like, we are all, like, just going to be... Yeah. (laughs) We're going to be robots. Um, Our own demise. Dude, dude, look at this. I'm sorry. But this is a picture of a storm on Jupiter. Dude, that looks really fucked up. Isn't that fucking cool? Like, it looks like art. It does, but imagine, like, what that's like to be in that... It looks well, like there's Jupiter's ten times of, like, gas. Michael's. Here's the thing, though, is that Jupiter's, like, a big-ass gas ball, right? What if there's... It's a giant fart of We space. haven't... I mean, I don't know if we can go straight <laughs> through the planet, but if we can, there's probably, like, and like, ground. Maybe it's not all gas. I wonder what the fuck would be... I would kind of be, like, scared, but these would be, like, for space... Storm chasers cannot become a reality. That should be a sci-fi movie, dude. That (laughs) should be like a fucking parody. Yes. Okay. Storm space storm chasers. I mean, fuck, dude. We already got space force as a fucking real thing. Yes. Do it. Uh, Oh my gosh. Okay, so four is that we've already found aliens, but we are too distracted to realize it. Spectre talks about a study done where researchers asked 137 people to look at pictures of other planets and scan images for signs of alien life structures. Hidden among um, several of these images was a tiny man in a gorilla suit. Why they did a tiny man in a gorilla suit, I don't know. As the participants hunted for what they imagined an alien to look like, they missed the gorilla man. Apparently 60% failed in this test. So 60% of people looked at several images of different planets and they were like, oh, look for life form on these planets. And 60% of people, 137% people, blah, 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 participated. 60% failed because they were looking for a little green man or an E.T. looking motherfucker as opposed to seeing, oh, there's a life form. It's just a tiny man dressed as a gorilla. Like they didn't think that was weird. They didn't notice it. What if we're, like, walking among aliens and we don't notice it because we have our That's phone in our face? That's the thing with the fucking RH thing. Like, what the if blood. they already came down here? It's like the host. And, like, fucking populated. Okay. 
Let me just tell you about this book. Yeah. So, everyone knows, um, not maybe, not everyone. If you're a big Twilight person, you know this book, okay? Like, if you're a big Twilight fan back in middle school or high school or whatever, Stephanie Meyer came out with a book called The Host. (laughs) It turned into a fucking phenomenal movie, by the way. Like, it was actually pretty good. Like, teenage love story. So the vampires, it's aliens? No. I mean, yeah. But, I was okay. like, yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> Not really, but okay. So, it was a bigger picture. <laughs> aliens come down, okay? And there's these little balls of energy and light, and they go into us and they possess us, okay? Yeah. That's just, you know. Mm-hmm. What it is, the that, That's life. the alien. And then, like, the humans, they got all mad and they were trying to rebel, and they're just like, just fucking take it. So, they're basically raping us of our own humanity, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, my theory is, people talk about abductions. They talk about, you know, these lucid dreams that they have that are very similar to a said abduction. My theory is, is what if we are all alien spirits, but the people who experience, you know, these abductions or these weird phenomenons they are not as brainwashed as the other aliens are. So we're all alien. We're all brainwashed. We're here to live in the society of, like, this little game that the fucking mothership above us mm-hmm. fucking... Like, it's very Truman-esque to... I could see it. Like, we're all, like, an experiment aliens. on this planet. Yes. And I, I can kind of see it because I do not believe but, that humans have a natural niche on this planet. Yes. I think that we're all I feel like cancerous. our bodies, our bodies are very organic to this planet, you know? But our spirits are not. But our souls and our energies, like, the ones who are actually here, mm-hmm. you know, first, mm-hmm. like, all, like, ancient Sumeria or Atlanteans or, you know, the Egyptians or whatever have you, like, the people who are actually here bred on this planet evolved here like our energy is natural it's supposed to be here Mm -hmm. it's anchored here but like the ones who have an rh negative blood type for me i feel like it is somewhat like the host or like the little alien like they go in what if the rh negative blood type where it's the martians that's the martian blood and the Mm -hmm. rh positive is the female blood and that's why the negatives can't hold babies oh my gosh this is like a huge compass now i want to get my blood test because i want to make sure that i have the female energy (laughs) i have it it's Okay, so they read my blood test wrong, okay? When I first got my blood drawn to see if I needed that shot, because they have to give you a shot in order mm-hmm. to neutralize the the blood going in from the mother and going to the fetus. Yes. So, um, they, they took my, they read my blood type and they're like, oh yeah, so you have like a negative blood type, blah, 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 you'll have to get this shot, so on and so forth. Somebody read my blood test wrong. So I thought I was getting this shot. I was going to be super fucking scared because I think they put it in your ass. And (laughs) I was going to be this fucking giant pregnant lady bending over the doctor's table while they stick a needle in my ass so that my child doesn't abort itself. So I thought... all like, exit, please. (laughs) 
Osiris Osiris still to this day was just like I'm not ready to leave. <laughs> he's never ready to leave. <laughs> he's never no. He's never ready. He's to on leave. his own time all the time. Fucking beats to his own drum. So um my doctor came in on that very visit where I was supposed to get it and she's like Oh, yeah, somebody read your test wrong. You're not getting that shot. I'm getting paid for that I was visit. like, what? Oh, no, I, I didn't pay for any of that shit. Okay. I had insurance through my job, and I also had Medicaid. Woo! It was covered and paid for. I had a free baby. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, tips. Tips for anyone listening. But it, like, freaked me out for a second because... If you are negative in RH, you do have to get that shot, and I wasn't, so I am of this earth, which is probably why, like, I feel like the people, like, the people who are RH negative, they are said to be more psychic, and I feel like maybe that's right, but maybe that's not right, because you have a lot of... I feel like there's so many conspiracies that can go into this, like with the indigo children or like the awakening that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the f- feminine energy is starting to like rise up, is starting to like awaken up or waken yeah. back up because the earth has this wobble. And this wobble was discovered by the ancient Sumerians, which is said to be known that they had alien contact. Mm-hmm. Like, they had the first written language. They had, like, these um, hieroglyphics that literally looked like alien spaceships, if you look at them. But they look like cheesy, like, 60s alien spaceships okay. that are drawn onto the tablets. Yeah. But anyway... So, like, what if they made contact with these people and then that's what started the male energy to put the the wobble into effect with, like, Earth? So, what's really interesting, too, if you look at it from an anthropological view and, like, a religious philosophical view, uh, back before marriage was even known about, women were seen as, like, goddesses and women were seen as, like, these bearers of life. And that we were like trees, and we would just bear tell fruit, me, but there was no pro- property tell me, ownership. Tell over me the why older women, even um, you have the maiden, the mother, and the crone. Tell me why in all ancient civilizations that those three matri- matriarchal figures were so highly revered by their village, or you know where they lived, and yeah. then. All of a sudden, it was just like, no, she's a witch. She must be burned at the stake. Like, so the maiden, the mother, and the crone. It had to be that wobble. Like, we went into a very male-driven energy. And now that we're going back around and waking back up, there's a lot of feminine energy that's out there. Which I can definitely see for the rights of, like, equality and all of this other stuff. But, like, the male energy, I feel like... The, the ancest like your ancestors of like aliens and then like the the, earth. the people who were actually here we're starting to wake up and we're starting to see that like wait a minute that's not right how can you see it this yeah. way and then they're just like well we just you know we've grown up this way this is how it's always been and how it will yeah, always be dude. and then the feminine energy is like but it's Coming it's back. not. It's not supposed to be this way. And we're finally starting to see that our voice is starting to be heard. And we're starting to wake up 
other places. You should always embrace your masculine yeah. energy and you should always embrace your, your feminine, feminine energy. energy. Always it's that both. balance. Yeah. And our earth doesn't have that balance. It yeah. has a wobble. It's got two so, extremes. You're either north or you're always, south. We're always, always two extremes. And I that. think that's how people take their personalities. What I was going to say too is uh, you might notice a lot of religious leaders, like in historical context, there's a lot of male religious leaders. There's a few religions that actually take note of like a matriarchal position where it's a woman leading it. Um, they were even saying that the claim of God being written in the form of a he is because of the civilization that wrote it. The people that wrote it during those times did not put God as a she, but there's no actual gender to God. Excuse and in a lot of... Out, are you assuming God's gender right now? I know, apparently. Oh my God. I tell you, God should be allowed <laughs> in any bathrooms. Okay? <laughs> All gender bathrooms. No, but it's true. And I think I, to me personally, I do believe that God is of both energies. Like, And I'm not but saying God is like just be. a strict religious construct. I do believe that there is something above my That's, own being as a creator. I, I believe that too. Like in starting my yoga and meditation classes yeah. that I want to start doing here pretty soon. I want to try yeah, and get I the ball rolling really, on that. Yeah, I think that would be really, really awesome. I want it to be as open as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Like if you are like Christian... Catholic, Muslim, like Islam, or same thing, right? Islam. And no, Muslim. Muslim are two different things. But okay, well, that's okay. Wherever you come from, I want you to be able to bring, you know, your mm-hmm. belief in it. And when I say like use the energy of the universe or use the energy of God, just know that I am talking about whatever higher power you believe in. Yeah. Like I want it to be very like non-judgmental, loving. very loving, and I feel like. This world needs that. <laughs> this world does. They this need... world does, especially with the overpotency of masculine energy. Now, masculine energy can be a very beautiful thing if you it's allow very... it. It's very angled, very structured. It's very straight. Yeah. And feminine energy is very curvy. Look at how men look. Look at like, how women look, look. Look at, like, you and Mike. Mike <laughs> yeah. is a very, like, ruler-esque. <laughs> and you are just, like, curvaceous. <laughs> yes. Like, we're that too curvaceous, is, ladies, by the way. <laughs> that is basic energy. How men and women are. Yeah. Well, and like just the mother and father energy, like, regardless of what um, household you might be raising your children in or relationships or sexual orientation, I think we all predominantly have an energy. And it can either we can be females with male energy, males with female energy, we could be males with male, female with female. Now, keep in mind. Women are from Venus and men are from Mars. What if that was the fucking case? What if that was the real case? And like we had two different ancient civilizations <laughs> of aliens that came to Maybe our planet. They... See, I always wondered that because it's like if if how the hell did that if even feminine energy yeah. was always here on Earth? Why are... Maybe they made the relation with Venus because Venus is the goddess of love. Maybe, and but that's, that's only in, like, like Greek a, mythology and... Feminine energy. Roman mythology, yeah. But Mars, well... Wait, I lied about that. That probably actually came from there because I was like, and Mars is masculine energy. <laughs> and he was known as the god of war. Yeah. So, 
I retract that statement and we're just going to move on. (laughs) (laughs) No, but there's so many different theories out there. In fact, Native Americans, there's a lot of tribes that actually had five different variations of sexual orientation and roles in societies. Um, The traditional male-male, like males being males, females being females, then they had the males being females and the females being males, and then they had the one that claimed no sexuality but just was a role as a community helper where i went to high school in phoenix there was um we lived right across the freeway from the actual indian reservation yeah one of my best friends from high school he was native american and he was gay and you would hear it a lot at school that like most native americans are you know, they're very open about their gender, or not their gender, I should say. but like sexual their, orientation? Their sexual orientation. Like, I heard, like, a lot of male, this was just in high school, by the way. I don't know if it was true or if somebody was just trying to start shit. But <laughs> this is just what I remember. Yeah. Okay? That a lot of males were gay. Mm. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, I can... It is what it is, but I don't think like the whole Native American culture. Yeah, if the whole all tribe if all, <laughs> Yeah, but that's the made that they, that's the way that they Native were Americans. making it sound. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but like I could like see that now. I think depending upon tribes, some tribes might have been more lenient in their structures. Some tribes might have had, you know, it wasn't just always a patriarchal society. It was characterized by a patriarchal society because when. In all honesty, when the first white settlers came over and acknowledged the Native American culture, they thought that the Native American men were lazy because they did not see their hardworking efforts in hunting very early in the morning. Mm-hmm. They only saw them in what the the white settlers were used to as the morning, or the, I should say the European settlers, which would have been more like mid-morning. So mm-hmm. meanwhile, the Native Americans were hunting since like 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, and ending their day around 11, white settlers were starting their day at 11, and then the women were in the community working all day until like 5 or 6 at night preparing food, getting ready to go take care of the children. So I think in the long run, our our morals as humans should be to be community helpers. I think Native Americans, I think Natives of any real country or cultures can share that message with us. Hmm. But I think even if we're looking at it from an alien perspective, like, if there is something else out there, we still don't have the technology to leave our Earth and to sustain our life on somewhere else. So we need to be those ones fighting for our Earth to be sustained so that way when we do come into an interstellar, you know, government, like, with different planets... I mean, wouldn't planets, you want to show off our planet? It would be pretty awesome. Like, wouldn't that be dope? You get visitors you don't just like, look park. at my beautiful planet. Look at how green and luscious. Look at how dry and and dusty <laughs> this part is and look at how <laughs> how snowy white these caps are and look at this luscious polar bear or jungles oh, yeah like wouldn't you want to be proud to show off your planet to it's another like your species? house it's like your body your body is your tumble i truly believe that the universe is very intrinsic if you can start taking care of yourself from the inside you will take care of everything on the outside yep self-care is very important Yes, yes. Always take time out of the day for yourself. Reflect. Like, really just reflect. Reflect about aliens. I did that today. I did a little face mask. And then I did my little yoga. You look like a little alien for a minute. It was actually like this, like, white pearl, like, peel off mask. 
that was to help with um, dull areas like coloration. Mm. And let me just tell you, it's really nice. Yeah, you I, look very beautiful. Okay. I'm going to let you guys know. I'm terrified of seeing myself age. This is like a newfound thing that I did has not been, know that was a fear of yours. <laughs> that has been bestowed upon me once I hit 25, okay? I have this ever-pending fear of watching myself age. I what don't a weird know. Thing. I wonder where the fuck that came from. I don't know why. Like maybe when I hit 40, I'll be fine with it. Like, you know, like, your mom hit, what, 50, and she was yeah. like, I'm fucking gorgeous. She was, no, so she <laughs> loved her 30s, which, what was it? No, she didn't like her 30s, she loved her 40s, and then didn't like her, no, opposite. She loved her 30s, hated her 40s, and now she loves her 50s. Yeah, so yeah. she's, like, embracing it. She's, like, embracing the gray. Oh, she's dude, my mom's got it like, going on. She's embracing, like, the yoga, like, she's embracing she, yeah. this, like, beautiful age that she, she has reached. She takes care of herself good. But, like, for some reason, it's just, like, I don't want to see my face droop. I don't want to see wrinkles. I don't want to see crow's feet or fucking, you know. The natural things of aging. Yeah, like, it freaks me out because I'm just, like, oh, my God, I'm going to turn into a walking corpse and I'm not okay with this. So you can, like, age gracefully, which Joe Rogan did a few really cool um, podcasts with Dr. Rhonda Parker, I believe that was her name, and uh, they were talking about how it's inevitable to age, right? But well, the right. quality of your life is what's important. Dude, I want to be on Jeffree Star's level with his skincare, okay? Like, he's, like, in his 30s and straight up still looks like a mannequin. Yeah, okay? he's got very beautiful like, skin. That's the eight, like that's where I want to be. Plus, I see the way. I don't mean to dog on my mom. My mom's a very beautiful woman, but like I can see where she's aging, and I can see that's exactly you where I'm gonna be aging. Yeah, and I'm just like, like I don't want to look like that when I'm that age. I want to still look like this. I think if you take care of yourself though really well, you watch what you eat, you exercise, and that is you. Ex- I sounds so egotistical or like. What? narcissistic of me to say that I don't like seeing myself age, but it's legit fear. Some people have it, dude. Some people really have it. Like, my sister is going to be 21 this year, but she cries every single birthday because she doesn't want to get older. It freaks her out. It freaks her out. For me, I think because I don't personally, I for me, I haven't had a kid come from me, so I think that's really what, what kind of ticks the clock off for some people is having a kid, being responsible for another human being, and realizing that you are now on the spectrum of a parent. Don't do it. <laughs> I like that. I lie. He's the best, but... Osiris is so cute. Don't do it. You'll age real quick. Then my mom's like, you know what? Having girls... She's always says, having girls took my beauty, because girls take beauty, and guys take... Oh, what, you know what's energy or so something. funny? This is so funny. Okay, ready for this? Yeah. My mom was 19 when she had me. Guess when she started getting gray hairs? When? Right after she had me. Whoa, you like took her energy and took her beauty or so whatever. She always says that I took her hair away from her. Oh my gosh. Or something like that. That's She's always crazy. been gray ever since I was like... Did she dye her hair? Mm-hmm. But that's a funny fact of the day. <laughs> so getting back to aliens um, so number five is humans will kill all the aliens or we already have basically intelligence is destructions i.e. nuclear bombs but with interstellar warfare and we are the last survivors of intelligent life 
Six is the aliens triggered climate change on their planets and they died, which is what we were talking about. Like if there was an ancient civilization on Mars and it ruined their planet and then they came to Earth. Um, similar to what we're looking at if we don't start taking global warming more seriously is the fact that we could eradicate ourselves just like the aliens did to themselves with this theory. I'm going to wrap up quickly the last three. Seven is aliens couldn't evolve fast enough and died on planets that had already been affected by climate changes or the small amounts of life form that did evolve could not live long enough on the, on the uh, some tumultuous terrain. So just saying that like they're still like in the bacterial stages of uh, organisms. Um, eight is dark energy is splitting us apart. The universe expansion is instead of building us closer together, it continuously spreads us apart. Like when you throw something out into space and it will do the exact same thing. Like if you throw a ball but you do like a, a throw that causes it to spin, the ball will continually spin forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, but it slowly keeps going away and away and away and away from you. Well, obviously we're moving. Yeah, but so the theory that we haven't discovered or we haven't made a normality of discovering aliens is because that we're constantly moving away from all other alien life forms so with through well, dark Well, can matter. you imagine how hard that is? Like this, like these sci-fi movies and shit, like Guardians of the Galaxy or like Doctor Who or like well, I can't say Doctor Who. You're in a fucking TARDIS that can go anywhere. But, like, <laughs> or, like, Star Trek or something, like, or Star Wars. These planets are, like, in these sectors, but who's to say that that fucking place is, like, it's gonna be there? Yeah. Like, the next time around. Like, what if it fucking moves, like, two quantums in the fucking yeah. east? You so, like, know? we see them as our neighbors. Like, we only get one little snippet of, like, a UFO sighting, and then they're just too far away. They can never come back to us, because... Um, uh, what is it called? Dark energy. It's just constantly splitting us apart. Then makes nine, sense. what is it? So that makes sense. It does. That's probably the most logical theory in my mind. Yeah. Out of all of these, I think all of these are very logical theories. Can you theories. imagine they're just like, oh fuck, we found something. Each and planet is like a back, different logical theory. And then they try to go back to their home planet and they can't fucking find their home planet because the same fucking thing is happening. And yeah. so then they try to come back here and they can't fucking find what if everybody is always lost in space? Oh, fuck no. Like how we're always lost in life? I don't know. No. My brain just went that way and I, that was scary. What if we were just a crash pod and, you know, how you're like saying how like aliens and um, whatever the humanoid beings on Earth were like and there was a crash pod and then they just kind of conjoined civilizations and that's how Maybe we they it. thought that was the best thing to do. So twist ending number nine in this article is we are the aliens. I believe it. I believe it because I don't believe we're natural to this earth. I really don't. It's been a theory that's probably been buzzing around my brain since I was nine years old. That I was like, for some reason, you know, you Maybe have... Maybe you have the RH negative. Maybe I do. But I feel like I have a very like... positive... Give me here. <laughs> no, I would... I, I, but the one thing I'll tell you, Lisa, is I do not like space. I don't like space. Space, the infinite frontier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly. I don't like space and I don't like the deep sea. Dude, okay. I love the so, ground. I don't even like flying. There's a show that I used to watch all the time called Red Dwarf. And it's about this um, this uh, ship that had an explosion on it and everybody died except the two people who, or no, one person that was kept in like the cryo tube because 
he was, like, he got in trouble, pretty much. So, like, he comes out of the cryo tube, like, the computer system, like, reboots and, like, opens it up and he was like, hey, like, come on out, but you're, like, the only one here. And then he's like, well, fuck, like, where are we? He doesn't know where they are because he's just in a spaceship that's been on lockdown for God knows how long. So he's, like, stuck with a hologram of his fucking bunkmate, a fucking cat, a cat, like, like an evolved cat humanoid species, and then a computer system. It's just him and, like, these three fucking people. That is ridiculous. What is that one movie, too, with, like, Brandon Fraser where his parents think that there's, like, a nuclear bomb that goes off in the 50s? So they raise him up in this bunker. Oh, fuck. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Okay, isn't, I hope you guys um, know what I'm talking about too. Isn't Watkins, uh, Christopher Walken in that too? I believe so. Plus, there's Encino Man, where like the caveman is frozen. That movie is so 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 good. Okay, so quick thing, I want to just say the first ever documented UFO sighting was in 1440, or circa 1440 B.C. Um, yeah, in Lower Egypt, as we know in Ancient Egypt, um, according to the dis- disputed Thule papyrus, the scribes of the pharaoh Tutmosis III reported that fiery disks were encountered floating over the skies. Um, going into classic antiquity period, there were ships in the sky seen in Rome, Italy in 218 BC, spark from a falling star in 76 BC, which could have totally been just a, like an asteroid crash. Um, there was flame-like pithoi, uh, which I'll have to look from the sky, which is the Greek name of a large storage container. So they basically said like, there was a large storage container, a large floating ship. Can you imagine that shit? You walk outside your uh, Sorry, you walk outside. That? that was a yawn. <laughs> you walk outside your door and there's just a fucking shipping container just floating in the fucking sky. You're just like, well, that's fucking peculiar. So, this was 74 BC in Phrygia, Asia, in the Roman public. And it says, according to Plutarch, Plutarch, I think, actually, a Roman <laughs> army commanded Lucullus by Luculus was about to begin a battle with Mithridates the six of Pontus when all of a sudden the sky burst asunder and a huge flame like body was seen to fall between the two armies. In shape it was most like a wine jar and in color like molten silver. Plutarch uh, reports the shape of the object as like a wine jar or pithos that apparently silvery object was reported by both armies. Um, so then going on to, we have it in the 16th and 17th century, um, the celestial phenomenon over Nuremberg, which is in the Holy Roman Empire. We've got another celestial phenomena uh, in Switzerland in 1566. We've got a strange comet-like object that stayed fixed on the sky and which wasn't found in any catalog of known comets in Wallachia. So these things have been around for eons and eons and eons and eons. Now, the truth of the matter is, is whether or not these men in black people are going to come to your doorstep when you find one and then erase your memory. That will have to be talked about at a later episode. Yes. So, Mandy, what is our creepy fact of the day? Well, I don't have a creepy fact anymore, but I do have a quote. And I just wanted to say the last one. 
The last UFO sighting was on January 13th of this year in the United States and California. A large group of UFOs seen in, th in three USA locations on the same day. Um, so, they're still being spotted today. A lot of people worry about, like, the number of, um, what should I say, the number of sightings being diminished. It's just the fact that maybe it's become more of a normality than we like to think about. So. Well, it's like I was saying during Mothman, like, what if, like, our attention span, we're just not noticing it because we're too focused on other things. Like our phones and our lives and like the intrinsic of our being. Mm -hmm. um, so I love H.P. Lovecraft and because I love H.P. Lovecraft I have a quote of the day to end this with. Hmm. It says, the oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear and the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. That's so poetic. I know it's beautiful. It's Lovecraft poetic it's true to an extent very true all um, right folks we're gonna head off it's been a long day for both of us and as you can tell we're kind of yawning through this podcast um i myself included but we do hope that you stay tuned for our future episodes and we hope that you've been able to catch oh, our yes and the episode after this is going to be our live episode Halloween. on YouTube, we're going to do a YouTube live of our Halloween special. So you'll actually get to see us in the live, in the real, in the flesh. Yes. Wow. All of that. And All dressed up just for you. Mm hmm. Gonna be wearing some makeup. I'm try and find some goblin ears. Yes, Lisa's gonna be a little goblin. And I think I'm gonna be either Vampira or Elvira. But you'll just have to wait and see what that looks like at our live episode. Woo! Live um, episode! I'm too tired for that excitement. <laughs> Woo! Alright. Alright. Well, this is Mandy signing off. This is Lisa. So, have a higher train of thought, guys, and we'll see yeah, you oh next yeah, time. Oh, yeah. Ciao. <laughs>